hundreds and thousands of people go through sales open homes every year. So we're going to give you the best hacks and tips as a buyer going through an open home as soon as you set through that front door. Let's go. notification on my phone that Novak Morning Minutes has started this morning. It's live on Insta. It's live on air. It's live. It's live. Oh, how are you, Mark? Good now, Pat. How's Manly Beach this morning? Oh, pretty, pretty shocking. It's, the surf was terrible, windy, but look, public holiday tomorrow. I think hopefully it's a bit better. But we'll we'll have to see. Maybe the the it's just the weather's representing the morning of the queen. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, right. That's I don't know. What, do you reckon, what do you reckon tomorrow's? What do you reckon our public holiday is going to do for us? What's your punt? Oh, I don't know. I, I'm feeling hopeful. I think it's going to be going to turn out nice tomorrow. Sunny skies. Sunny skies. Also, before we get into today, to into today's topic. I feel like I need to give everyone an update about my washer, my washing machine at home. <laughs> because a few weeks ago, we were talking about, is it cheaper to replace the washing machine or repair it? And because I have a broken washing machine and my landlord decided to replace it after we said that was the cheaper option. Were they going to, did they, they were waiting for parts originally though, weren't they? I think so, yeah, because there's something with a control panel and I think they were evaluating how much it would cost to get the part in to fix it. So I think they just watched our video and got the answers there, if I'm honest. 100%. Hey, um, out of interest, from breakage to replacement, how long did it take? Uh, it's still been about really? three weeks, I think. Still still really? quite a while. But, um, a month, yeah. a month without without it yeah and that's a month that if land if you're a landlord they can sort of argue for a bit of rental relief in that time because it's a it's included on the lease so, so I know, mr mrs landlord mr mrs real estate agent should have just looked at that break that um white good go down and um and just said you know what day one as soon as it was reported just go put a new one in there it's been there for seven years six years whatever yeah. bang all this heartache would have gone yeah but i just wanted to give that update but today we're Congrats. talking about open homes and yes. the top hacks and tips for buyers and because wednesday at novak wednesdays and saturdays are our big open home days so it's very fitting if you're going to one of our open homes today you can take all these tips with you yes um, and uh, look, the reality is, um, someone like myself has conducted, I'd maybe even say upwards of 10,000 open homes, thousands <laughs> that, um, over 30 years. And you learn, you learn what a bot, what, uh, what the clever buyers are doing and saying and looking for. 
and uh, the opposite. You look at their people, you just go, what are you doing? Um, it's just important for you to go to Opens for six months, buy a property. Um, so we're going to go through some hacks, tips and tricks. Where do we start? Well, uh, we've actually got a comment come through and we can. I feel like this one's an interesting one that we can talk about. Tips, stalk agents. What do you think about Luke's comment, Mark? Um, well, the person that's that's there at the open house is generally going to be the person that's connected to the vendor. Um, so I think it's nice in any negotiation, I think stalking the agent, um, it's nice to know who you're dealing with um, because that's going to be your interface with the vendor. You're not going to get an opportunity to talk to the vendor. This is your opportunity. So I, I think, yeah, building that rapport, knowing the agents in, in the area, having a good chinwag, you know, in any negotiation, um, if it's foil by like head clashing, um, metal on metal, it's not going to be an easy negotiation. If it's if it's a negotiation that's just uh, full of heart, like just good rapport, bit of love, bit of bromance, bit of belly to belly, I think that's um, that's really healthy for negotiating a good price for yourself. So rapport would probably be um, in my top ten of when you're in an open house to build rapport. And you know, I think sometimes you even think, you know, I, I just, you know, maybe maybe people just don't. Know, just having a bad day but I, I think that if you're buying you just want to be game on happy face and um people I, people want to help people that want to be helped so i think yeah. that having putting out those vibes is really cool like you know what i mean if you came through and you're like hey we really like it you're really honest had a good chat i'd be like what a great couple gonna help them out and if there's biscuit face that comes through it just tears the place apart and it's just person it's like screw you yeah it's i i feel like that's a good point actually like you don't it, i think so luke's comment here again a thousand questions i think that's really really good point because you want to ask all the questions about the property but you don't want to be sh like like being talking bad about the property at the same time so you're like oh well yeah. is it like this in every room like i think yeah. it, it's really important because I think the agent wants to find a buyer who's really going to love the property as much as the vendor has and is really going to yeah. find value in it. And I think being honest, being personable, being friendly is a really good place to start because people can see through it when you're being fake and trying to be someone you're not. So <laughs> Now, we teach this to our crew. We teach this to our sales crew. We teach this to our rentals crew. There's a way you can ask a question on the back of, um what we just spoke about luke's just said ask a thousand questions ask positively framed questions mm. negatively framed questions so when you ask when you're asking about parking you can ask it like this you could say does the property have any parking and then the agent says, yes, it's got a car space or it's got a garage. You're like, oh, great. Positively framed question. Mm. Negatively, negatively framed, framed question would be, I expect there's no parking on this place. Or mm. negatively framed question would be, this has got a garage, doesn't it? 
do you know what I mean? They're, they're uh, too ways you're asking screen. the same thing, but it's the way you're framing it. It's yep. yeah, it's not good. And, and I think just, just you know, in, in any sort of business, I think it sets the tone. Um, mm. and, and don't forget that pattern within within fifteen seconds. Um, um, you have decided whether you like that agent or not. Eighty percent of eighty percent of your decision is made within that first fifteen seconds. So I yes. think it goes back to that good old fashioned rapport building. Big smile as a real estate agent, as a purchaser. Eye contact make, makes a big thing. Positively framed questions. Yeah. Yeah, and look, I like this one that Luke's put on as well. So using factual data, so recent sales and comparable sales to the property that you're at. So that's this is probably very impo important from a buyer's perspective. So the sales agent should be providing all factual data. They can say that, oh, this room is oversized, it's wonderful, but they need to be, they can't be making stuff up. And I think it's that's sort of where the marketing comes into it as well. You have to really read through it carefully and comparable sales are a really good way to cut through a lot of the marketing material and really just get the straight up facts about a property yep um walking through the property what are you looking for at an open house as a buyer oh uh, i think one major thing well firstly just like See, I'm a bit biased because I make a lot of the floor plans and I, so I always think aspect would be one of the first things I'm looking for. So whether it's north or east facing, south or west, whether there's a balcony, uh, multiple of what direction they're facing and proximity to the beach. So if one side's got a lot of like wind or uh, sand coming in, if it's a beachside property, things like that, it's probably what I'd be looking for as someone from the beach. <laughs> Yeah, and, and I think that um, we learn about aspect as we get older. So I mm. think if you talk with um, family and friends that are a little bit more senior, they can give you the good oil on that. Because what I often find is someone that's had a north-facing property must always go back into a north-facing property. They never give mm -hmm. it up. People yeah. that are accustomed a bad aspect whether it's a south aspect or a west aspect um they will rebuy into that aspect because they've never had it good with it with the northern aspect so i do think on the back of what you're saying work out which rooms get what uh it is important for a living room to get good light it is nice for a bedroom to get morning light um it's just nice to get good circulation of light through the property and aspect matters aspect also matters with wind um, so you will get, and it's not really been a consideration for a lot of people, but you will get um, aspects that get slammed, um, like a southerly aspect. Consider that as well when you're buying. Yeah, definitely. I know we can't open this one window in the house because otherwise it just <laughs> it turns into Antarctica. <laughs> or, or it whistles. Um, yeah, oh, the whistling. Yeah, that's another thing. But yeah. Yeah, I think, I don't know, what else should uh, should people be looking for? Do you reckon? I, I think, oh, actually, this is sort of going back to what Sienna and Stevan were talking about on Monday. But I yep. think if you're looking for a bigger place or even an apartment, just looking at the floor plan and how versatile it is. So 
On Monday, they were talking about the most popular search on realestate.com for apartments are three-bed apartments. And I think being able to look at a floor plan and looking at if it has any versatility to add a study nook, convert a third bedroom into a home office if need be, especially if you're looking for that flexible space, if you're working from home, I think could be very important in an open home. Love it. Um, another thing, when you're when you're buying a property, um, there are going to be terms and conditions set by the vendor. So I, when you are buying a property, please find out the motivation of the person that's selling it. They can make and break this deal. So if you're talking, if you're talking to your real estate agent and you've got them belly to belly on the spot, it's actually good. I do like a surprise question because you get honesty with a surprise question. Yeah. Um, so, so try to get these surprise questions out at the open house because often agents will go blurred. And a good one is, what? Um, do you mind? Is it okay if I ask? Um, why the owner's selling the property. Um, and it's pretty interesting when you understand that diverseness, you can start molding around a little bit more. So find out what the motivation seller, what, whatever, you, whatever you're buying, if you find out that motivation of why that person's selling it, that's really good intel to help you get a better deal. Yeah, and it goes back to talking to the agent with that positively framed question, as you were saying, you're not going to go up and be like, so why are they selling this place? Like, Hold on. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it okay? A positively framed question would be, I can't believe the owner would sell such a beautiful property like this. Do you mind me asking why they would, that, well, you know, they're, they are actually selling? You know, it's a really, it's a positively framed, you know what I mean? It's good. Yeah, it's, you could, cause you could say that exact same question, but with an attitude, like it's such a nice place. Why are they selling it? Like, but look, we got this comment coming yep. through yep. from Lisa, which I think is very important as well. So it, just, it doesn't end at the open home. Yeah, so as a buyer, make sure you've got your artillery and firepower around you and set up 24-7. Your confidant, your people giving you advice, you've always got that uncle or that dad or that friend that, that's, that you're going to run it past. Yeah. Your broker, your solicitor, that's a really good tip. And look, I think we have time just for one extra little bit. Storage! which I feel like at an open home, I think is one thing that could be forgotten a lot. Because a lot of the time you're looking, what's the living room like? What's the dining room like? Like, what's the kitchen like? The storage is very, I feel if you don't have it, it's one of those things you only realize after you move into a new place. <laughs> I mean, that's important. Um, other things at the house, I think is price discovery. So we've talked about first just letting go of the property. But I, I think it's important a bit of price discovery. For example, um, is there a price today that the owner would sell the property at? Um, and you're not going to get the answer, but you're going to get some framework around it. Mm. 
So yeah, you, you, may, you may surprise the agent. They're so busy, they go blur. Um, or they may give you some frame. Now, look, you know, happy to take an offer to the young You may say, look, where do you reckon I can that offer? You know, ask them for guidance. Yeah, I think the, the agent at any open home is the golden ticket, I think. If you can even talk to them for 30 seconds, I think you can derive a lot of value from, yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's, that's the big secret. But, yeah, sometimes it's tricky, but... That's why it's always good to be contactable after the open home from a agent's perspective for the people who maybe didn't have time to ask you a question or are a bit shy going into it. Because there definitely are people like that out there. Um, and I've got a tricky one as well. Have a look at who the real boss of the campaign is. Oh, yes. That's a very good tip. Do you want to explain that? who the big boss of the campaign is. Yeah, well, it's, you want to get to the, it, uh, when you say big boss, it reminds me of like Sonic, like in Mario, like the end, like battle between like Bowser. <laughs> like you have to, you can defeat all the toads, but you got to get to the big boss to win. Like, <laughs> Who's the but, big boss of the campaign? So we, we do it as dealing with clients, you know, who to go to first hit party of three there's always a go-to person um in his campaign what was that mark in an agent in when you're looking at the campaign and you're a buyer and you have to open a house mm. are you are you dealing with the person that's actually going to be with the vendor is very important yes yeah so, so it's make, make, make sure you the big boss so if you have access to two or three people at the open house and you are going to be submitting an offer at the open house, for example, uh, the person at the door um, that's taking the name and numbers um, that may be uh, not talking to the vendor, you know, is not the real person you want to be submitting your offer to. You want to look for the person that's running the campaign at the open house, uh, yeah. so you want to be talking to the big, the big boss, the listing agent, not the support team. Yeah, I think it's doing your research and figuring out who the big boss is, and sort yeah. of having a list of questions. Which ones can I ask the, the like the mini bosses, and which ones do I want to ask the big boss? So you're not you wasting. You may get more out of one than the other. Yeah, exactly, and you don't want to waste like your time with the main agent asking like or oh, does it have two bedrooms or one like they don't need to tell you that <laughs> nah. and there may be a bit of like that the, the the young ones may divulge a little bit too much or more so you know it's interesting i think i think it's uh, the open house is it's a real mix of um of property of agent um of you know vendor representatives like yeah, it's incredible so hopefully help people today with that yeah good and yeah i hope everyone has a lovely public holiday tomorrow and hopefully today if for the people watching they take that to our open homes today Some yeah, of those absolutely because i think it's very absolutely. valuable Easy. happy open house day today and thanks nat pat thanks mark have a lovely day bye legend
See you, man. See ya. Bye.